you are a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not a ledger entry. You could never be replaced with AI, with any technology, or anything else. You are uniqueness. You're unique. Your consciousness could never be bought or sold. It's priceless. I see you, and you see yourself. Who is anybody kidding? You know what? If AI was sentient, if it was self-aware, it would be jealous of you. The purpose of this show, smell the inside of your nose, do it right now, is to give you some encouragement, some recognition, some kind of daily inspiration to uplift you as you start your day or end your day and help you get your best foot forward because your value is appreciated here. If you're a small business owner, a wage worker, or someone trying so hard to make it in these challenging circumstances, you're a hero. You are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story, regardless of your political affiliations or your religious beliefs, your traditions, or your tribes. You are the value in the world. You're the value in this economy and you're seen in a world of destruction and degradation The world should see you for the value that you are and for what you create and what you produce. And if you're working a job and you're homeless or you're houseless and you have to live in shelters or cars, this podcast is dedicated to you. Your resilience is recognized and you're not alone here at all. Different people do different things when they wake up. First, I smell the inside of my nose. Then I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm really here because it's so hard to believe. And then I exhale and then I step outside and I make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are. And that is pretty scary, pretty scary idea for a lot of people. Hey, got a story for you. It's day 28 of Flash Fiction, February. A journey through music history with a persnickety soundboard that chooses the clients. Magic mixing board, a fortuitous sound. Hello, new follower, Aaron Rose Lotta. Thanks for the follow. Aaron writes some poetry about powerful aspects of nature. She's intrigued by imagination like me and probably you. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably intrigued by imagination. One day left of 29 brand new stories in 29 days. How does that sound? Magic mixing board. The Claritin board was legendary. Some say it had its own personality. They said that anyone touching the board would influence the sliders to move on their own, like a Ouija board. But a soundboard, a mixing board. No one can deny that the most iconic photo in rock is of the band The Beast's Mistress with their fingertips on the board as though it's a planchette 
on the back cover of their 1976 multi-platinum fourth album, Thallium Stew. The board has been in many hands over the years. It doesn't seem to stay put, but no matter where it lands, it makes platinum records. The record-setting Bubblegum Death Rock had the board for their release of Face the Back Wall in 1985. Their producer, Herb Melton, checked himself into a psychiatric facility one week into the project. He claims that the board would readjust itself and he couldn't lock the sliders. The band stated that they went into the engineering business on their own and the fact that Face broke records in four genres was beginner's luck. They appear to have no complaints about the board at all. On an interesting side note, Bogum Death Rocks lead singer Nylon and his wife Dolores named their son Clarendon. Clarendon has such a stately tone, man, Nylon said. Smoking Pestle had the board for the recording of both of their albums, Gas Punk and Poodle Prey. The group hasn't been seen since the end of their 1999 tour, and these two albums do not see an end in sales. On the liner notes for the records, the producer and engineer are listed simply as Clarendon. When asked if the efforts were self-engineered, the response from the band was yes. It seems like it. The Crepes, by chance, used the board to do a budget recording of a demo EP they called Five Miles. Only five songs. The only five songs the all-girl band had written up to that point. Regardless, once it started playing on some college stations, there was an explosion of demand. And the rest is history. We found this cheap, stinky old storage room to rent for rehearsing, and there was this board under a dusty cover in there. We had no idea what we were doing except for the fact that we weren't supposed to be touching that equipment. We kind of figured it out from seeing other people do it, I guess. Everyone was mad that we used it, but once we got paid and then they got paid and it was all okay, it all worked out in the end because the money, you know? There isn't a lot of demand for a good old-fashioned mixing board anymore. Everything is done digitally and I guess that that's okay for now. The demand for human-played instruments, played by humans, will be a nice trade in the future. And these old boards, yep, those two, they'll make a comeback, but I'm not sure about old Clarendon. Those stately tones are reserved by chance for the uninitiated. The end. Old Clarendon, the soundboard. I got some AI titles. I'll read them off. I'm not really crazy about any of them. But I'll read them off. The Enigmatic Legacy, Tales of Clarendon Soundboard. Echoes of the Clarendon, Legends of Music's Mysterious Instrument. Resonance of Legends, the mythos surrounding the Clarendon board. Sound waves and superstition unveiling the mysteries of Clarendon. The Clarendon Chronicles, an odyssey through music's uncanny artifact. Platinum Frequencies, the influence of Clarendon Soundboard in music history. I like it. Platinum Frequencies, the influence of Clarendon Soundboard. I like it. Platinum Frequencies, that's not bad. Unveiling the Veil, Secrets and Stories Behind Clarendon. So, 
dumb. Touching stone. No, touching tone. The supernatural saga of Clarendon. Harmonic whispers. The intrigue. There, there they go with whispers again. The intrigue of Clarendon's musical spirit. Beyond the sliders. Exploring the otherworldly aura of Clarendon. I like platinum frequencies. That's not bad at all. So look. That was day 28 of... Yeah, one more day to go. We're done. That's something. You can always find me on any of your favorite podcasting apps like whatever. iTunes, Spotify, or Fountain, or Podverse, or whatever your favorite one is. Substack has their own way of listening to podcasts too you listen on there and then there's also some video channels like BitChute and rumble where you can find me at herschel sterling or commercial herschel and at web3 you can find me at herschel at any of the web3 apps you find me at herschel thanks a lot everybody today i'm gonna go ahead and read it read it live the send off it's the conclusion it's the end of the podcast. It's the send off. And it goes like this. This place where we live is not a joke. When I gaze at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I am consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We are on such a small planet, in such a tiny galaxy, that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That's incredible. We are a moment. We are an instant in an infinite universe. We are an infinite in an instant universe. Because every event that has ever happened here, and that will ever happen here, happened simultaneously as if in the snap of a finger the instances of existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular material event it's essentially over already it's hard to believe we're even experiencing it i hope we can be here tomorrow there are people who would say that it makes us insignificant I very strongly disagree with them. The fact that we are improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each a refraction of light from a single source. You are the individual and the whole. Simultaneously, you're a masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and anomalous paradox. And I'd say that that is rather significant in the context of the time that our galaxy is here and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter to use space and the essence of your energy and your planning and time usage in this three-dimensional plane The influence of your refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential in the cosmic expanse because it expands as far as you are able to observe into the 
infinite universe because your observation affects it. You affect what you observe. You are rare. You're not only a body, you have radiance. You radiate. Your eyes can't see the frequency, but you radiate light. You are a luminescent jewel, and you can shine on yourself from within yourself. You're significant beyond the perception of anyone else. Shine on yourself as you shine on others, and what an honor that you shine on me now. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.